Io penso positivo perché son vivo, perché son vivo. Io penso positivo perché son vivo e perché son vivo. Niente nessuno al mondo potrà fermarmi da ragionare. Niente nessuno al mondo potrà fermare, 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 fermare questo ma che va. Questo ma che viene che va. Questo ma che va. Questo ma che viene che va. Hello everyone and welcome. This is the Serie A V podcast coming to you from the Valiant 33 network. I am here with Scott and Mike. Scott, how's it going? Uh, it's going great. Well, kind, kind of Mike. It's and kind of Mike, here. yes. Mike, Mike is on baby duty, so if uh, Mike disappears, if you hear any crying in the background... That is, uh, that's just part of the deal. We're, we're raw here on, uh, on Serie V. So keeping it real, Mike's uh, double shifting for us. Yes, we appreciate so, him getting on. We, we appreciate it. He, he's got some uh, Roma insights for us. Roma was a particularly interesting team this offseason. And uh, so he'll, he'll talk to us in, in specifics about, about Roma. Uh, but a, a lot going on. We're, we're kicked off. We've watched some Serie A. We've watched a little Serie B. Even a little Coppa Italia to talk about. So, Scott, let's uh, let, let's start by digging into some, some matches. Give me one or sure. two that you found interesting or that that, that you watch closely uh, from week one. Yeah, so I was just telling you off air. It feels like it's, it's like Christmas. So much, so many games. I couldn't watch them all, you know. So I kind of just focused on a few I was interested in. Um, one being was uh, Sampdoria and Atalanta, and. Atalanta has always been interesting to me, as I talked about in our initial podcast, just kind of being this team on the rise the past few years, you know, and making it to Europe. Um, had a kind of a down year last year, didn't even make a Europe spot, but I was interested to watch that. And then Sam, Sampdoria, I don't know much about. Um, I know they fight for relegation a lot, but I do know that they are my favorite kits. So I just want to see that in their home match. Very crisp. <laughs> Very crisp. Sharp kids. So, so the first thing that jumped out at me at this this match um, was I couldn't figure out is Atalanta really that much better? Like, are they kind of the cream of the crop, or is Sampdoria that bad? Because the first half was kind of all Atalanta. I felt like as the away team, um, they just had created more chances. Um, really thinking that um, Zapata up there and Pasovic are doing a great job on the wings. Um, just had more chances, but Sampdoria actually put the first goal in on the 14th minute, um, Caputo. Um, it ended up getting waved off because right. Fabian was kind of – I kind—I I didn't agree with the call. He kind of just made his way around the defender um, and won the long ball, cut it back into Caputo, who put put it away. And, they, you know, this VAR stuff, I'm not, I'm not a VAR fan. Um, unless it's clear and obvious, which I don't think this was, they called it back. It was pretty much their only chance of the first half. Um, so that got waved off. And then, of course, 10 minutes later, Atalanta scores. Zapata had a great ball. Um, just a beautiful finish. Um, from there, you know, um, the second half was kind of a different story. So it was kind of a t- tale of different halves. And Sampdoria kind of, you know, they, they deserved an equalizer and maybe a point out of it. But they were kind of pressing at the end. Um, they had a free kick. They went off the post by uh, Sabini, but in the, you know, in injury time, Lookman kind of subbed on his new signing from um, Rebel Leipzig, and he kind of, you know, counterattacked, kind of common collective, pulled it back and put it away. So they ended up winning 
um, Atalanta did. Um, but it was impressive the second half by Sampdoria. Um, so it's yes, kind of it started as, you know, maybe a relegation team versus a team fighting for Europe. I think that I think that's probably right. Sampdoria is interesting. They they they're they're, they're mid table some years and in some years they're 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 struggling a little bit more. I think I think Francesco Caputo was was a good a good purchase for them. I did I didn't watch this match very closely, but I think it was a good purchase. He he's had a pretty a pretty good goal scoring record at uh, Sassuolo, but he kind of fell down the pecking order there recently. Um, but but I expect him to do pretty well for Sampdoria this year, and they they brought in a few uh, other experienced players. And I, I think Sabiri will be really good for them too. Uh, so I, I think they'll they're a team that I, I think will probably be safe this year. But uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them, you know, probably probably bottom half. Um, yeah, what did you think of uh, so Atalanta? They they bought Lookman, who I thought was an interesting purchase. You said you thought he looked pretty good. Yes, so he went in late and he put he kind of had this nice pullback. Uh, you know, they had like a three on two counter attack when um, they were trying to equalize, and he kind of just pulled it back and put it away, nice and sound. I think he's a great signing for them. Um, but you know, they had a lot of injury problems last year. You know, Zapata was out for an extended period, so it's just can they keep these injuries off and make another run again? Um, we'll get to our predictions, I think, in a little bit about the table. Yeah. But one advantage they have, I think, is they're not in Europe this year, so not as many games. So that's true. That that's with you know injuries. That's a good point. That's an interesting point. Yeah, I, I think Atlanta. I think I think they they bought a few interesting players, but possibly the the biggest I- advantage for them could just be could just be staying healthy. Although you could say that for anyone, but especially since last year. Uh, Cutting out a few games might be important. Yeah. But, I mean, um, another game I watched is that Monza. Monza's, Monza versus Torino. It's Monza's debut here in uh, Serie A this year. Interesting team. Tell us about it. Yeah. So, am, am I getting this right? I think they, eight of their 11 starters are new. <laughs> new signings, I believe. Which is strange I, to me. They bought a lot. Yeah, they bought yeah. a lot. And I, I think that will continue. Um, the game kind of started. So, so what I'll tell you, I don't go here and give like player ratings and stuff. I kind of just feel the game out and see what I see with my own eyes. That's how I watch football or calcio. The calcio. Uh, yeah, Monza just seemed kind of crazy. It kind of seemed kind of nervous, maybe because it's their first game in Syria. Uh, just sure. a lot of giveaways in the defensive end. Um, only shots they're really getting were from like 20, 25 yards out. No creativity. They seem to settle down at the end of the first half. Um, but, you know, Torino just – I know they lost a couple of their best players, but they, they seem experienced, and they went up 2-0, um, one in the first half, and then uh, two, put a second one away on a breakaway. Uh, Monza did get kind of a consolation goal in injury time, but, it, you know, they literally blew the whistle right after they scored. So it ended up 1-2 um, um, Torino. But as a Monza's, I, I think Monza's going to continue to spend. I don't expect them to get relegated. Um, I think if we've seen anything, they're going to uh, certainly spend and at least be mid-table, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, they brought in a lot of uh, a lot of. They brought in some interesting young players. They also brought in a lot of uh, Serie A experience with with Stefano Sensi and Andrea Ranocchia. Uh, I, I think they'll be. I, I think they'll be fine. I, I buy Monza as a team that that, that can compete this year. I, th- I think some people look at that, and you've got all these new players, and and how are they going to gel, and is everyone going to fit in? And maybe not. Maybe not at first. If you said it looked a little chaotic, I, I'm I'm not surprised by that. But I, I think they'll figure it out. I, I think there's there's enough talent there. 
So, I mean, how about you? I mean, those I mainly watch those two as my Saturday games because I had to work all day Sunday. I know you said you were going to focus on some different ones. Did you? Yeah, I tuned in. I was the opposite. Set, well, I wasn't working on Saturday. I was at a I was at a wedding. So, you know, best wishes, Kevin. And Kayla. Um, <laughs> that's, that's where I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Condolences for having to deal with me. But um, on Sunday, I I, I tuned into a, a few games from from that slate. Uh, I watched the Lazio Bologna match pretty closely, and that one was definitely an interesting one to me. Lazio was a team I was I'm half expecting Milinkovic Savic to, to to go. There seems to be a lot of interest in him. There has been for a lot of years, and I just think he's so key. So with with his future kind of in the balance, I feel like my like prediction for Lazio is is also in the balance. If he stays. I think they'll be as good as they've been in in recent years. I think they'll be competing. If he goes, I think it all I think it all goes wrong. So as of right now, he's still there. Uh, they won in in a game that was very very eventful. So the the keeper um, for Lazio, uh, their their new keeper Maximiano, uh, got a red card for handling outside of the box, and uh, he got a lot of flack for it. I think he. I think it was very close. I actually don't blame him too much for it. He slid uh, out at uh, Arnautovic, who was who was put through, and he he does. I think he realizes he's he's on the line, and he he does handle it, and it is just outside the box. And uh, you know, it, it feels harsh given that you know it was you know an inch outside the box, but it's a goal scoring opportunity. Arnautovic is is clearing on goal, so he goes out. They lose their keeper. They're forced to make a sub. Um, they do have a good backup keeper, Providel, who who has been a starter for Spezia for the last couple of years. So, fortunately, they they have strength in in reserves there. Uh, and the game, actually, after that moment, kind of threatened to be a little bit dull. It's teams that are like Lazio is now like feeling their way. How do we want to do this? They're being really conservative, and uh, Bologna is you know now ch- having more of the ball. And they're trying to pick their way through, and and ever, just everything changes, and like the whole rhythm of the game is thrown off. So it was kind of it was kind of slow for for a few uh, after that. Little by little, um, you saw Bologna get more of the ball, but Lazio stayed active in in getting chances throughout that first half, uh, particularly with uh, Lazzari, who uh, had a had a really good a good match running up and down the wing. Um, he he was too much to handle for. For Bologna, and they 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 struggled with him. Uh, they had chances pretty much throughout the day, um, but it was uh, Arnautovic who who came through with a penalty goal uh, in whereabouts about the 38th minute. Uh, he, he he's he's a great player. He was definitely influential throughout the match. He shows his skill. He shows his strength. Um, you you kind of saw the highs and lows of Arnautovic uh, in, in in the match. He is so skilled. He he finds the right spots, but he oftentimes tries tries to do a little bit too much. Um, so in in the position that we're in, you kind of saw both from him. Um, but he did take care of take care of that penalty, and then rush of blood to the head from uh, Adama Samoru, uh, defender for uh, Bologna, who takes out um re- really two guys both sloppy uh both sloppy challenges especially the second one you can't do you know already being on a yellow so that evens things out uh and then the second half saw saw Lazio um re- really kind of take over uh again Lazari continued to be uh continued to be active they had um 
you know, Milinkovic Savage, who again, as important as he is, you know, you, you could really see his, um, his influence in the match. One player they brought on was, uh, Luis Alberto later. He, he, he's really, the, he's their number 10. Um, so they do have strength in reserves and they do have some, some really talented players. They have Matias Vecino, who is, um, you know, experienced player who, who, who's played with sorry before, yeah. uh, I think if they if if they don't lose Milinkovic Savage, kind of Sari is another player who, kind of like Mourinho has a reputation for like year two. You know the players buy into the system, they 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 learn what's expected of them, and and then you might see um, some big improvements. I, I think it could be the same thing. It could be the same thing with Lazio. Immobile looked looked really good throughout. Um, Zakani was was active. Felipe Anderson, really skilled player. He's he's in and out of the match, but um, you know you can see his talent. So I feel like I'm talking a lot about Lazio, but Bologna, Bologna, Bologna had a pretty good match too. Um, they're, they're, they're a decent team, but uh, you, you can well, see what that I Lazio say, was stronger yeah, and more, more talented. I listened, to your yep. I listened to your transfer special and uh, you hit the nail on the head with the Bologna thing. Like if I, if I could put a bet on it, I bet they finished between 10th and 12th. That's what they do. Every time. Every time. Yeah. That's what they do. They <laughs> lost. They lost some key players. They're they're missing Aaron Hickey. I, I I wish he I wish he would have stayed. I would love to see him still there. What's uh, Brentford, right? That's right. That's right. Um, I I really wish he stayed. I I think they could have maybe pushed for for a little bit more because I like um, I like I like the team. I like the makeup of the team. But odds are that that's that's their destiny again this year. So that was that was one that I that was one that I watched um a, a little bit more closely. I uh, I tuned into uh, Empoli Spezia next. So now yeah. remember, I'm I'm coming home from a wedding in Buffalo. Okay. I had enough energy for for Lazio and Bologna, and I was running out from Empoli Spezia. So I did I did doze, I dozed a little bit at, at the end there. So I didn't have eyes in the whole. Happens, match. man. But but what I, what I'll say is a little little bit quicker on this one. Um, Empoli lost. Uh, they lost a lot of goals from last year. They lost Pinamonti, who was on loan. Uh, from Inter, who is is in Sassuolo now, um, they replaced him with with Mattia Destro, and Destro is is a savvy Syria uh, veteran type guy. Um, can 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 definitely bring goals. He's a professional, and he looked really good. He looked really good for them. He he showed a lot of skill, a lot of savvy, getting into the right uh, in, into the right places, and uh, and 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 being being really dangerous for them. Uh, it didn't come off for Empoli. They they didn't convert. Um, but they definitely had a lot of chances. They they had a lot more passes than Spezia. They they had a lot more shots than Spezia. Um, and I think they have some some good players. Like I said, Destro looked looked really good. Um, they have Barami uh, in the middle. They're number ten, who's a really skilled player. He he showed a lot of promise. He came close on a free kick. Um, played played some nice passes. Uh, but it was uh, Spezia who who had the breakthrough. Uh, with the goal uh, later on in the first half uh, with Inzola, one of their their forwards, he was played through uh, on a nice ball. His 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 goal was a little bit lucky. He kind of just blasted it, eyes closed from eight yards. It ended up going through the keeper's legs. So a touch lucky. Um, but but Spezia were a little bit more conservative, but but took advantage of their chance and and, and came away with that win. Uh, so interesting, interesting match. It ended up being a uh, a pretty good one. Uh, also one that was kind of slow in, in spots, but, but overall it was, it was a pretty, pretty fun match. Um, I'll tell you another one. I caught part of not the full thing and went back and watched some of the highlights is the Fiorentina Cremonese match. 
Cremonese, yeah. Cremonese. Can you say that? How, how do you say it? Crem- Cremonese. Cremonese. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fiorentina ended up pulling out three, uh, three, two, but it was like kind of the last shot of the game. Um, from what I saw, kind of, kind of just everything was chaotic for Fiorentina, and I think that's what we're going to expect this year with them. Um, they have flashes of just greatness, and then like beautiful first goal, but then they kind of fall asleep at times. You know, this thing was two two late, right. and they got a late equalizer um off a header I, it, it just it, it was kind of a weird goal to be honest it was <laughs> a cross that the the goalie kind of fell into the goal off of um, i did I, I did see i did see the end of that one yes yeah it was like I almost like a weird so cross much, but yeah fell into the goal it was but, um, very exciting yeah, for really, sure really unfortunate yeah i was also very impressed with the uh crowd there in florence I don't know if maybe that's just the camera angle of showing the crowd that was there, but it seemed to be a packed house. It's a neat stadium. It's a cool stadium. Yeah, yeah good, good, good atmosphere there. Yeah, I think I think Fiorentina is an interesting team. They uh, they they have some good players, and I think they're a team that that can make noise, and they 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 can compete with the top teams. It's just a matter of if they can do it on a consistent basis this year. Uh, Luka Jovic was was a really interesting buy uh, from Real Madrid. He scored in buckets as a as a teenager in in, in Frankfurt. Uh, I don't think played more than a handful of matches hardly for Real Madrid. Uh, but he's he's a talented player, so that that's going to be a fun uh, a fun player to watch if he's, he, uh, he's already he come. The second goal, kind of just I think that's a lot where you're going to see kind of him holding the ball and uh, he he put it in, but I think he's going to kind of draw those defenders in and create other chances for other players. Yeah. Yeah, it could allow them to play more like they did with uh, with with Vlaovic, which um, you know they they had that good start to last season. So maybe they can get back to playing that way, and could could be good for them. So yeah, they're an interesting one to watch. The only thing I'll say that Cremonese second goal it was like an Olymp- what do they call him the Olympico off the corner? Olympico off the corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the goalie kind of threw it out, and you know the watch went off. But I think it might have been the second part. Like they kind of stopped playing and they kicked it in. So I'm wondering if that, which which one was the actual goal? But oh, very interesting game. Did you catch any other matches? I caught I the highlights I, I, of Napoli Verona today, but yeah, Napoli Verona was 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 a good one. I watched uh, I watched a good chunk of that one, and uh, Napoli answered a lot of questions. So yeah, that that's an interesting one to talk about because they lost a lot of players. Uh, they lost Insigne. They lost Dries Mertens. They lost cool leadership guys, right? A lot, a lot of their leadership and a lot of just, just flat out, you know, best players, certainly Koulibaly, um, for, for, for sure. Uh, probably their, their very best player. Uh, but they answered a lot of questions. They, they really are a talented team. Even still, they, they bought, um, a, a player. This is going to be one that will require a pronunciation key for sure. But, um, Kavara Celia, uh, a Georgian, Georgian player, Who's who's playing the wing? He he's long, he's tall, he's fast and skilled. I, he's he's really got it all. He's going to be an interesting one to watch. Uh, they they have Victor Osman again. They have Chucky Lozano on the wing, who has been inconsistent with Napoli, but is is certainly talented. Uh, they have Zambo Inglisa in midfield, who I think is a super midfielder, very underrated. Zelinski, who I also think is underrated. 
so there's a lot of talent there. They they have Almas, who's a young player who ha- hasn't you know maybe fully come good yet, but there's a lot of talent there. And if they 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 can pull off the deal for Raspadori, maybe they are right back to where to where we were last year, um, fighting for fighting for top four. There there's been a lot of talk about their their coming fall, but uh, they they might be able they might be able to hold off. And for Verona's part, they they, they showed okay at times, but this was really Napoli's match. Um, they dominated. Verona's lost. Uh, they're, they're losing goals uh, as well with uh, Giovanni Simeone actually going to Napoli. Um, but they got goals from each of their forwards, Tomas Henri, who was at Venezia last year, and uh, Kevin Lasagna. Uh, I, I suspect they'll find enough goals between those two um, to, to 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 be safe again this year. Uh, but but they 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 could struggle too as they kind of search for uh, a new rhythm and a new season. Yeah, I mean, I saw the final score was you know five two, but it was two two through the fifty fifth minute. Um, seems like Napoli was dominating, but just couldn't kind of put Verona away. Finally, did the last thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just just to round up on on some of the rest of the matches, we were going to talk. So th- this just in, Mike and uh, baby duties, unfortunately, are, are going to prevent him from being able to give us uh, a, the detailed Roma report that we were looking for. <laughs> but we'll 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 chat on it quickly. Uh, but going to the to, to the Milan match um they they played uh Udinese uh I think Milan were 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 very good in this one um caught caught pieces of this one uh 4-2 over Udinese uh they they're a team that that I I think they have it all I think they'll be every bit as good as they were last year um you saw Brahim Diaz score Rebic got to Teo Hernandez who who flies up and down that left wing Got his goals. I think. Uh, I think that young defense with Calabria, Kalulu, Tomori, um, is is going to just just keep improving. So they'll they'll be in the mix, and I think they showed that they're uh, there's still certainly among the teams to beat, um, and will be Scudetto contenders this year. Uh, Inter match was was close. Uh, they did not have didn't have an easy time against Lecce. Did you did you catch any of that? I did. Just the highlights. Yeah, so we saw big big Rom get get off to yeah. uh, a scoring start two minutes in. Uh, that was that was nice to see um, for for our Inter fans and and fans of Syria. It's good to have him back and hopefully with confidence because he he really is on his day as 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 good as it gets. So I'm excited to to have him back. But but Lecce put up a fight. Um, they they scored uh, early in the second half. And it wasn't until you know deep into stoppage time, Denzel Dumfries uh, scored uh, scored the winner for for Inter, saved at the last minute. Yeah. Um, so I didn't catch the Roma game. I mean, I saw they won one zero. I, I watched the highlights. Um, to me, it kind of just seemed like one of those classic road wins, like a kind of you know grinding it out. Um, the goal that they scored was kind of just off a deflection, off a long shot. Nothing, you know, crazy. But, that, you know, it's the type of win that these are the type of wins you need if you're going to finish in the top four, I think. Oh, for sure. For sure. I, I think the Salernitanas of the world are, are, are going to be are going to be hard to beat. Uh, Salernitana was a team that was, you know, in, in the relegation places for a good chunk of last season face turmoil on and off the field but i think i think they learned some lessons and i i they're, they're still a pick um to be in the relegation fight this year by a lot of people but i've got a good feeling about them uh i i think they they 
did some interesting things uh, in the market. Not players who are our household names, but they they have uh, Antonio Condreva, who is you know a, a really good veteran player. They have um, Sepe in goal, who's an experienced um, Serie A goalie. Uh, he, he's been in Serie B. He's gone he's gone back and forth. Federico Fazio, who's you know maybe not not a world beating defender, but but an experienced player. Uh, and Borazzoli, who who can probably get them goals. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be pretty good this year. And if you look at the um, just kind of the, the 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 stats line of the match, you see, you know, they had they were they were neck and neck with, with possession. They had plenty of shots. Um, Roma had their 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 share, and I think it was Roma's match. Probably could have got more goals. It looks like they, you know, just missed on a, on on a few, and probably should have had a few more. But I, I, it's good to see Salernitana um, putting up uh, putting up a really good fight against a strong Roma team. And lastly, I think the only one we didn't hit yet was uh, j- just the one played this afternoon, Juventus. Um, afternoon, where we are, yeah, Juventus versus uh, Sassuolo. And uh, yeah, what, what what did you think about Juventus kind of coming into the year? We're going to talk predictions in a minute, but did did, did you buy them as being? <laughs> yeah, you want me to give away my predictions already? Yeah, yeah give give me an early <laughs> prediction on your, your I, Juventus. You know, yeah. I. At first glance, you you see them some of these signings like Di Maria and uh, Pogba, and you think, what what are they doing with these older guys? You know, it just seems to kind of uh, for Chiellini um, leaving. Yeah. But then you, they've got they've got other great signings: Bremer, um, Djokovic. Is it? I'm sorry. Is it? How do, how do, I'm sorry. What's what's Fiorentina's old striker's name? Vlaovic. Oh, Vlaovic. 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 Yeah. Um, wow. Signings like that really make me think they're going to be back, you know, um, fighting for the Scudetto. Uh, so I, I caught the highlights this afternoon. Um, I'm kind of, kind of sinks for, you were telling me all about um, Sassuolo and I got kind of excited about them, but, you know, in fact, they sold a couple of those guys like Scamata or Scalamaca, excuse me. Scalamaca. Um, and Escovadora to um, Napoli, I think he's going. He yeah he's not out the door yet he played he played today Raspadori yeah um, it's so just, he's, uh, he, I think he's still he's there out the door so that's what worries me you know you expect to go up against Juve and uh, they lost three 0 but I think it's only going to get worse unfortunately I know Baratti's the new captain they kind of gave him a new number and everything but uh, I think that front three we talked about last season is no more and we're going to see are they going to use that money they made from these signings and maybe make a couple more signings or are they just going to kind of cash in and go mid to low table yeah i i think their their mid table is probably you know their, their their heights um but some people definitely saw some of the the, the departures and expected departures and 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 peg them as a team who who might end up struggling even worse this year i think I, I, I'm a believer in Sassuolo. I, I think until I see other, until you know, proven otherwise, I, I think I think they're just a team that finds a way, and I would I would expect them to to, to maybe do it again this year. It, it there's a lot to overcome for them, especially if they lose Fratesi and or. Uh, well, I mean, they're the type of team you want to root for. I mean, from my personal preference, um, yeah. you know, you're you're selling players at the height of their production, and you're going to try to. We'll see if they reinvest that in more developing talent. So, yeah, I'm interested to see yeah. where they go. Hopefully, not too far back. But um, yeah. I don't know if they're going to be making a run for Europe like they did last year. 
they put up a fight. They put up a decent fight, but it was it, it was Juventus's game. They 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 played really well. They they got a boost with McKenney being healthy. Um, he was expected to be out for maybe the first couple matches, but but Bremer looked good. Uh, Alexandro um, left back looked good. Who has been you know an object of derision from uh, uh, Juventus fans, um, but but he 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 was great. Danilo looked great on the other side, and those were really the weak spots um, or, or pegged to be the weak spots coming into the year. So that was a really good start for them. Di Maria looked really good. Vlaovic got two goals. Um, so all is uh, all is looking up for for Juventus so far. Yes, I think we hit on so, all of our uh, our Syria our Syria matches. Yeah, did you want to talk predictions or do you want to do a little bit of B? Let's let's talk let's talk predictions. Let's we'll stick okay. with Syria and and we'll just do kind of the the quick hits. Yeah. Let's start. What, why don't we start at the bottom? Sure. Let's let's pick. Who do you think are going to be the relegation candidates? Uh, and so who who I, do you is going to face the drop? Sure. I, I know I speaking to Mike, uh, he had to hop off, but I know he his big prediction was that only one of the new promoted teams would get relegated. He didn't share which one, though. Mm. I don't know how bold that is. Um, just kind of jotting things down. The three I've got um, going down are Lecce, Criminalse, and Salernitana. Did I say that right? Salernitana. You did. Um, to me, um, all these teams, they did things. Um, Lecce had a lot of bargain buys. Um, you know, Criminal say, you know, it says a lot, I think, when your team gets promoted and your manager resigns. He went to Parma. So that's kind of weird to me. Um, watching them in this match over the weekends. Um, they've got some fight in them, but I think to me, it looks like some fight that's going to die off. And I don't know how much, you know, that's going to be tiring. And I don't know how much of that is just Fiorentina being kind of chaotic at times. So I've got, um, them going down, you know, I think Monza is going to stay up just because they're going to spend, um, and they're going to take a while to gel, but I think, you know, eventually they'll finish up like 13, 14th. Uh, Salerentana, I don't know much about them um, other than they didn't make many signings. And I know they just survived last year. So I'm just going to say they're going to go down in 18. Those, so that's that's a, that's a popular three. Mine's not too different, I will say. I do have Cremonese and Lecce bo- both going down as well. Cremonese, as you mentioned, looked pretty promising against, against La Viola. They uh, they they were a really young team. Uh, I think I mentioned last week that they're they're one of the youngest in Serie B last year. So maybe you get some some just natural growth from inside the team, and you get some of these some of these young players continuing to improve and and showing their metal in Serie A. That would be their hope. Um, Lecce, I, I just don't think did enough, uh, even losing their their top scorer from last year. So I would pick them to be you know those, those unfortunately were my easy picks to go down. Um, I I did kind of with the idea of, of Sampdoria getting into a little bit of trouble this year. Some people, you know, are, are, I've seen Empoli be, be a potential pick to go down. Um, I, I think they're good enough. I think both of those teams have enough. Uh, so I my my last pick is Spezia um, to be uh, to finish in that 18th spot uh, and, and go and go down. They, so I will uh, tell you, I have, I have Sampdoria in 17th and I kind of did them all out. And Spessy in 16th. So, I mean, they're right there. I've got them just surviving. 
Yeah, they're they're in the fight. So 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 yeah, I have Spezia going down, and and they they put up some fight against Empoli. Like I said, uh, they 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 won. They won the match. Of course, they put up some fight. So they're 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 not going to be an easy drop. I wouldn't be surprised to see them to see them hang on again. I think they have some fight. So that'll be an interesting one um to 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 watch i like salernitana to to surprise this year mm-hmm. yeah and maybe even rise a few places from where they were last year um okay. and, and possibly be be safe with a few games to spare uh kind of in that range maybe below below the mid table regulars but um clear clear of the drop i i think i like what they did and i'm i'm rooting for them this year you know i will say this i don't you know i haven't paid a lot of attention obviously till this year but seems to be that there's more of a relegation fight in Syria um, versus like somewhere I followed like English Premier League and some of these teams are out of it. Like you have like these dead weight, they're out of it or the Bundesliga, they're out of it with weeks to go. Whereas I think these teams that even though we're mentioning they're maybe going down, I think they have enough fight in them where they're going to be competitive in games. You saw that against Fiorentina last this weekend, you know, um, they're going to fight. They're going to get points. It's not like they're going to have no points. So it's, it, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, any given Sunday, I guess you could say, they could play at the big boys. For sure. Yeah, it'll be it'll be an interesting one this year. So let's uh, kind of scoot up to the top of the table and uh, let, let, let's go top four. Who do, who do you like? Yeah. Who, who uh, is your so... <laughs> Scudetto winner? Well, you want me to go backwards or do you want me to go? Oh, go. Oh, well, let's yeah, let's go with let's build the anticipation. Go give, give me your number four <laughs> and then go and then go up. Okay, yeah, and then I'm gonna give you some big predictions outside the top four too. But uh, fourth, I've got Roma. I think Mike will be disappointed in that. Uh, a lot of people are picking them as the hot new thing with their signings sure. of Dybala and Genie, and you know, I guess their conference league championship. But I, I just think I, I think they're a good squad, but not good enough to challenge for the Scudetto. Um, I think the top three are kind of separate themselves from a fourth spot. I've got Milan in third right now. I know they're okay. the title holders. Um, I just don't think the, you know, I love Origi, you know, and Zlatan. I love them all, but I, I just don't think they've done enough. Um, in second, I have Inter. I think they do have the best ro- roster and the best talent. I could be completely wrong about this, but I, just went with kind of a, I don't know, out there. No one's picking Juve, and I think Juve are going to win it. Um, as I said earlier, I kind of was unimpressed by these veteran signings, but the other, the Bremer signing, uh, Vakovic up front, um, just, you know, McKinney coming back from injury. I, I, I say that as an American, but just a lot of good signings and a lot of good depth that I think they're going to be back in it. And they're going to make that run. And I think it's going to be close. I think Inter is probably the better team, but I think Juve's pedigree might bring them on top. And that's kind of my bold prediction for the Scudetto. How about you? I I like it. I like it. I have Roma in fourth as well. Yeah. I think they're a team with with, with talent to, to really make things interesting. I just I just can't go that far I, I think their defense might hold them back from from challenging with the with the top three although that attack could be as good as anyone's but there's there's a lot that's depending on players who haven't been you know haven't been healthy a lot in their careers in Zaniolo and Dybala so I think there's just kind of too many factors that might just hold them back from competing at the very top but it's it's a super interesting team and I and I look forward to watching them this year 
in the top three, like you, I, I've gone back and forth. I was tempted. I was tempted by by Juventus at the top. Um, I just it just doesn't look quite complete to me. Um, I have them in third this okay. year. I had I, I had them pegged for second, and I and I switched it. Um, I have them in third. Di Maria looking so good today, and Vlaovic getting getting two goals. And if he can get into a rhythm, if they if they really kind of focus their attack around him. Um, and get him feeling comfortable, that could change. You know, that that could change quickly. Um, but they have they have a nice mix, and I actually like some of their young players uh, in Rovella, uh, in in the midfield. They have uh, Nicolo Fagioli, and I, I don't know if these guys are going to be be ready to be regular contributors. Um, but it, it just makes them look a little bit deeper, uh, a, l- a little bit stronger, possibly a little bit more balanced. I think their outside backs could be a problem, and and if if anything in in their current lineup, at least in what we saw uh, in week one, that's probably stronger teams will probably find a way to take advantage of them there, and that might be what holds them back. But I but I think they're going to be strong strong enough, bet, better than last year, um, uh, and we'll and we'll keep things interesting. Uh, I have Milan in second this year. I. Uh, I was tempted to, to again. I, I thought I, w- I had Juve at second in my first draft, and and I and I switched it. Milan just look, looks strong. I, I think they're solid. I think they're you're going to see natural growth from their young players. Uh, they they can only get better. They didn't buy a ton, but I think Charles De Cattelare, uh is going to be a really good player for them. Uh, he, he's certainly a player who who they're very excited about and and are counting on. Um, and I think they have enough strength and depth. Um, to, to, to deal they have uh tonali hurt to start the season but I, but but i think they can cope um and i think they'll be in the mix throughout and, I, and good enough to make this a race um, to the end evan but, not um, to cut you off but like the one thing i didn't yeah. say about milan like it just seems like they had the best defense and that's what brought them to oh, the title sure. last year and it, i don't know if that can hold up this year i don't know how it's the big thing i wrote down next to my notes here is defense like, can their defense be that good? And I don't, I don't know if they can be. Yeah, that's that's the big question. Um, is be, because it was young players kind of coming through, Kalulu and Tamori, and like, just how good are they? Or did things kind of just did, did they just catch kind of lightning in a bottle and and have things just kind of kind of work out? Um, but I but I'm buying I'm buying those young players and and I'm buying that defense, you know, which which is really my in saying that I think they'll they'll challenge again. I, I do think they're going to be they're going to be pretty strong, um, but I am not picking them to win. Uh, I am picking Inter um, to 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 get the Scudetto again uh, this year. I think Romelu Lukaku will be in the mix um, for uh, to to be the league's leading scorer again. I think he I think he picks up right where he, where where he left off. And for them to win it, I, I do think that needs to happen. Um, they they didn't lose much. The team the team is consistent. It, it looks very much like the team they had last year that you know slipped at the end, um, but but was right there. Uh, Perisic was a really good player for them, but they have a ready made replacement. They bought Gozins um, at the end of last year, who I think is a really strong um, strong left wing back. So they should be able to cope with with, with that loss. And if they if if they keep this team consistent, uh, like it was last year, that they they have you know more options up top now. Um, with Jekko and Lautaro and Lukaku, um, I think they'll be uh, I think they'll be good enough to get it done. And I'm picking I'm picking them to win it. It's always fun when the Milan teams are you know top, kind of fighting for it. 
Yeah, yeah, it'll. It, it, I think it is going to be another another interesting race, and I think uh, I think it will stay in Milan this year. What about the other the other European uh, contenders? Kind of where 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 do you round out those European places? Five, six, seven. Yeah, eight? yeah. So my big that, that's what I want to tell you. I think I'm high on Atalanta. You know, I don't know if it's just a story, but I I really think they're going to be on fifth or six. My big prediction is I think Napoli's going to fall off. I've got them down in route seventh. I think it's just all losing all that leadership. It's just going to wear on them now. And then they can make some signings. Um, there's a lot of rumors out there, you know, when we get to the end of this window or even the January transfer window, but um, that's my big thing. I got Atalanta and Lazio kind of fifth, six with um, okay. Napoli seventh, Fiorentina eighth. But yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, that's my big thing is Atalanta. If they can stay injury free, you know, I don't think they have a good backup plan. If Zapata or some of those guys get hurt up front, but yeah, I I too have uh, Atalanta in fifth, and and I do think that that is you know, looking at you know some of the um, other analysts' picks and watching Syria uh, folks talk, and, and Atalanta is not necessarily a popular pick to be you know touching the, the the top four places, but but I but I buy them find finding ways to get it done. I, I think if they stay remotely healthy, I, I think they'll be. They'll be right in that mix. I do have Napoli still in sixth. Um, after watching them today, I'm, I'm tempted to pick them to, to go higher because it does. It seems like they found a way to, to fill some of those it, gaps. You know, but I thought about today. I, I made it's a lot to make up. And I saw them play today. I was like, eh. right, right. So they're already possibly changing some minds. But but I, I did. I didn't move them. That was where I've had them. Um, that's where I've had them all along. My my opinion on Napoli that I, I I've touched on is that I think Insigne leaving, while he, he's a legend there, and deservedly so, I think at this point in his career, I think that's a little bit of addition by subtraction. I, I think Insigne was a bit of a black hole. I think he has an attitude uh, that he, he makes things about him. He, he's a little bit petulant. He, he gets he throws a little temper tantrum every time he gets subbed off. He's missed penalties, he, and he, he, he dribbles in the cul-de-sacs a little bit too much. I think they're going to be okay, especially with this Kavara looking like a like a really sharp player to just to jump right in his spot. Um, that could be addition by subtraction. And if their if their defense holds, I, I think Koulibaly is the the one that um, you know they 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 bought they brought um a, I'm hoping to say this Min Jae Kim I think is the name to take his spot. If he can mm-hmm. be, you know, seventy percent of Koulibaly, that would be good. <laughs> and, and so I think if they can just just kind of have that defense, um, be competent um I, I think the rest so far looks like they're they're filling in to the the other the other gaps pretty well so i've got them in in sixth uh but with potential to to, to go higher and then i have fiorentina in seventh and lazio in eighth uh that i'm kind of hedging my bet on it, it depends yeah. on malinkovic savage if uh if he stays it, it's lazio could definitely you know and they probably are the better team than fiorentina so maybe that's a, a bit of a hot take there but uh, yeah, that's how I'm rounding out my my top eight. Nice. So we had a uh, so some other cultural going on. Did you watch any yeah, Serie A? Anything else? I mean, I you know I didn't get a chance to watch much of Serie B. How, what, how do they pronounce it in Italian? It's not Serie B. Well, it it, it it it's it's Serie B, but the the the, the official name is Serie BKT, and that's uh oh, that's yeah. a spon- sponsor reason. So if you <laughs> see it, you know. On uh, on the logo, that's that's how it's uh that's how it's written. So yeah, I, I you know I keep up with Venencia because I 
you know, bought that bond. I don't know. Did we talk about that last time? No, no. Yeah, tell us about that. So, Scott, <laughs> as owner of Venezia. Yeah. Well, not an owner. owner. <laughs> I own like a stock bond in them. They okay, they put okay. it out. You know, I you yeah, know I had some investment money available, so I, my financial advisor said, "Okay, go for it." So, who knows? It'll pay off, but it's just kind of fun, you know. One money to play with. He didn't think it was without, a without, big risk. You don't have to tell us, you know, the the de- the details of the financials. But how does it work? Yeah, so I, I put some money in, and, and um, yeah. yeah, so it, it, it you know it's fifteen percent um, return after a year. Um, if they get promoted back to Serie A, there is a bonus paid out. So basically, it's just a bunch of fans or investors fronting the money for a bond, um, and they're going to build a new training facility with it. Which nice. I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. So, and, and you know, they intend to either pay it back or give you the proceeds. So I, it, I thought it was cool to me. It's kind of like lending them money. So I thought it was a really cool idea. But that's that besides the point. They lost over the weekend in kind of another crazy game. That oh, it's a, it's a. Let me see if I can pronounce this right. Venezia and Genoa. You you always want to put that U in there. Genoa, you got it. Genoa, Genoa, love their kits. I know it's like Mike's favorite kits. I know he's not on here, but uh, that's a very, very classic. Yeah, I like. (laughs) Um, Very interesting game. Ended one two. Um, The big controversy then, um, you know, Genoa scored at the 87th minute off a header. Beautiful goal. It's kind of like Venezia's thing to give it up at the end, but they scored in the, the like final kick of the match in the 95th minute. And it was kind of a big deflection, chaos in front of the goal and tap in, but they ended up calling it back for VAR offsides. Again, VAR, you know. Uh, so it would have been the equalizer, but it ended up one to two. I mean, I'm not worried about Venezia. You know, Serie B, it's very hard to get promoted from. Um, I don't think they have a risk of going down, but I, I don't I'm, I don't expect them to rush right back up to Serie A. If I'm being honest, I think they'll be mid-table. Yeah, yeah, they could be. They they don't seem to have, um, you know, to be one of the stronger sides. Genoa, on, on the other hand, pro- probably is one of the stronger sides. They yes. have kind of a. Some sometimes teams will go down and they'll and they'll keep all their players. They they kind of split the difference, but I think they're they're probably a strong team and and certainly favorites to prop to probably you know if not win, but but being one of the direct promotion places. They bought, um, I mentioned Lecce losing their leading scorer. They actually bought that player, Massimo Coda, who was mm-hmm. leading scorer in Serie B for the last two years. So that's that that's a, a guy with experience in that league. Um, so they'll, they'll, they'll be strong. Um, but Venezia still has their American. So for uh, American <laughs> listeners, they'll, they'll, they'll be excited about that contingent. Busio, Tesman, and Novakovic all started yes. for Venezia. So, yeah, three Americans playing in that line. I love, um, I think you say Johnson is it Johansson Johnson he's from like Norway I believe he's an excellent fish finisher up there he actually scored the goal so I'd expect okay. him to move on at some point interesting interesting did you catch any yes. other games though um Palermo I know played sure yeah yeah I I caught I caught the Palermo highlights I wasn't able to watch that one live but um that was uh, great to see they won 2-0 uh, against Perugia, 
Uh, Matteo Brunori scored a penalty uh, in the in the 25th minute. He was the leading scorer in uh, Serie A Chi last year, um, so he he's off to uh, off to a great start. Looks like Palermo had a had a, had a nice match. Um, they they had the advantage from early on though. Um, Perugia got a red card early, so um, it, it definitely was um, a match that Palermo had the upper hand in uh, pretty much throughout and took the win. So so they're off to a great start. I'm excited about that. Our, uh, our resident Ascoli fan, Matt, is heading to Italy next week. I don't know if he's going to try to catch a match, but I think they played Palermo coming up. So They do. You're right. You're right. I think that's in week 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 three matchup, Ascoli and Palermo. So, yeah, he, I think he's going to He's going to Ascoli. He goes to the area where Ascoli is, his cousin's there. But got to get him on when he gets back, talk about that match. That should be fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, Ascoli won. They had two um, – I, I caught those highlights, two, two headers – uh, off of uh, off of a corner. Uh, I also caught um, a, a good one was uh, Parma Bari. Um, so Bari was another team that was automatically promoted from Serie C uh, against Parma, who you know has um, you know a good a good Serie A history. Uh, was you know bankrupt a couple of years back, fought their way back up to Serie A and down to Serie B again last year and, and finished kind of mid-table. But they're, they're certainly a team that's looking to uh, to get in those promotion places again. Um, that one ended 2-2. Two, two, um, two, two bangers of, uh, of goals. I actually turned this one on just for a few minutes, and I caught um, a goal each. Uh, one was a, a, a sweet free kick uh, and another um, one-time uh, bomb from from Parmo that was uh, was was really really nice. So a couple nice goals in that one. Um, I, I expect Bari as a team who just moved up to Serie B uh, to 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 be to be pretty strong. I, I I would I would bet on them finishing mid table, um, and I root for them as a southern team. And they're they're a team that that I, I would hope finds their way back to uh, Serie A at some point. The only thing about other thing about uh, Ascoli and Venezia, they had kind of an interesting cup game. Um, it was kind of chaotic as well, but Venezia had a big COVID outbreak in the playing That's like right. the whole B team. That's right. And that, there, did, did you catch how that one finished? It was uh, yeah. an Oscoli kind of half bicycle kick goal. Yeah, no, great goal. That was but a yeah, sweet pretty, finish. But um, I think before the game, Venezia was like, you know, 12 of our players have tested positive for COVID. And then before this week's match, they were like, all 11 starters have tested negative. So that was kind of funny. Everyone's back. Yeah, that's un- unfortunate for them, but I, I, I'm sure they, uh, I'm sure they'll be okay. Um, I, I think that Venezia is a team that's strong enough to, uh, to, 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 to be fine, but, but might not be contenders for, for promotion right away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just any other hits around Syria B Como played. Um, they tied one to one against Cagliari. Calgary, having dropped from Syria A, um, will be probably one of the stronger teams um, and in the mix for promotion again. Um, and Como, having bought Fabregas, is a team a team to watch. He he was not <laughs> in the lineup, um, not in the lineup just yet. But um, I'm I'll, ask I'll definitely you that. be watching them. Managed by Gattuso, um, and actually um, Calgary is managed by Fabio Livarani, who is a a, a Syria A veteran. Um, has kind of been around the block in Syria in his day. Uh, so those are some interesting, um, interesting players, interesting teams. But yeah, I've got my eyes out, out, out for Sesk. So uh, we'll, we'll definitely have Sesk watch updates for uh, nice. any Syria B fans. Any um, big games you're looking forward to coming up? 
coming up. Good question. I just well, I just happened to pull it up. I I'm gonna I think pull up this two here. Yeah, you go ahead. You yeah, go yeah. first on that one. Um, Torino Lazio would interest me. Um, to see if um Lazio is going to be kind of on the cusp of that fighting for top four, or whether or not they're going to fall off like you think they are. Um, Atalanta Milan is another one. Can Atalanta challenge Milan? Yep. Yeah, I think that's um, that's probably the big one of the week of uh, of the yeah. match week, you know, just matchup wise. Yeah, Atalanta Milan will be will be really interesting. That that that's a good one to watch. I've got um, you know, I, I didn't I didn't get to watch too much of the Roma game, so I'd love I'd love to see them again. They're playing Cremonese. Not sure if that's going to be um, you know, a matchup that to to, to challenge them, but I I'm, I'm just excited to see uh, Dybala and Zaniolo and and Tammy and the boys in action. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited just, uh, just to watch them. That's going to be, uh, an a, a appointment viewing for me this coming week. Yeah. I mean, I, there's, I mean, there's plenty, you could, you could make an argument about every match. There's something cool to look forward to. Always, always. <laughs> so, so I, yeah, I think, we're, you know, uh, you and me could probably pick a couple games, each watch them and, uh, kind of report back. That's right. That's right. Oh, one one last point before 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 we leave and and we'll we'll wrap up here. Another interesting handshake in in Serie B. So Premier League. Fans Are you not talking about Chelsea and Tottenham? Well, no. So so there was that one. Yeah, I'll, I'll mention that one. Conte <laughs> and and Tuchel had their um their their little scuffle. Go ahead and watch that if you haven't. It was beautiful. I I absolutely loved it. But oh, I love Serie that stuff, B, man. Yeah. In Serie B, um, so Regina is a team that is is managed by Pipo Inzaghi, um, mm-hmm. who uh, you know is a former former great Serie A player from Milan. Um, has had some 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 mixed success as as a manager so far, but he's managing Regina this year. He went after uh, the other the other manager uh, hilariously, who, who refused to shake his hand and just chased him down with his hand out, and they got into a little. A little, a little yelling match. So that was that was beautiful to watch. I love, I love, I love some handshake drama. Uh, so getting, getting plenty in uh, in Serie B this year. Nice. Off to a good start. Off to a good start. Love it. All right. Well, let's wrap it up there. Sure. Sounds good to me. Thanks. Thanks all for listening. This yeah, is uh, you guys, Serie V. You know, chime in. We got a Twitter, right? That's right. At Serie V Pod. Thanks for so, so not just comments on this, but like if there's matches you want us to focus on or a team you want us to focus on, give us a shout. Um, we'll look to get deeper into it because right now we're kind of just feeling things out and seeing which teams we like. It's only been one week, so that's right. Hit us up. Hit us up on Twitter. We uh, we'll be back for more next week. Thanks for joining us. Yo credo Did you happen to catch any Serie B? Just Venetian. Uh...
Genoa. Nice. Genoa. 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 Not no. Owa. Owa. Gen. Owa. Owa. Genoa. 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 Geno